Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode three of Inside the Nest. I am so pleased to be joined on this episode by head coach of the Halifax Thunderbirds, Micah Kersey. And later on, we'll have Steph LeBlanc, new joiner to the team, who will be joining our show in just a little bit. But first up, Micah Kersey. Mike, it's been a while since uh, you and I have chatted. It's uh, it's always great to talk lacrosse with you. And you have been one busy guy over the off season, and, and so is Halifax. But we have a lot to get to. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Tice. Uh, so, Mike, let's talk about the tough decisions that you might have to make come training camp because, like I said, uh, team owner and general manager Kurt Steyer is really busy in the offseason uh, signing all the key players and then adding a couple of free agents to the team and wake, making one uh, extremely big move in terms of a trade. So um, when it comes to, you know, forwards, defenders, you're you're going to be you know making some some really tough decisions. Um, how are you sitting with that uh, at this point, and and kind of what's on on the chopping block here? I try, I'm trying hard not to think about it too much because uh, I, I think there is going to be a lot of really difficult uh, you know situations. I mean, you had you know big defenders in David Brock and Tyson Bell to an already stellar defense, it's like, who, who goes out, you know, and that those are the decisions that are going to be really, really challenging for us. Um, and, and it was no different than last year. We, you know, we had a lot of strength on, on both sides of the ball and, uh, you know, come that roster decision-making time, there was a lot of debate on, you know, which way we were going to go in, in certain situations. And, you know, we've added some, some really good defenders in our first round pick and then, you know, a couple guys through trades, one through free agencies. So um, I'm not looking forward to it. I'm going to have some sleepless nights, I can guarantee that. Now, in the offseason, have you been kind of watching game tape back and identifying some certain areas that you may need to improve heading into the 2021 season? Yeah, I mean, I, I never stop watching film. You know, it's something that I, I really like to do and enjoy watching uh game film and you know the, the players used to make fun of me about it because i you know they would say play it now i would know that play off by heart um they're like how do you remember that i'm like well i've, I've watched the game four or five times already so um so yeah i mean it is it is gonna be um i think the biggest part for us was consistency we, we would start out really strong in a game and then we would have that lull in this between the second and third quarter and then we would pick it back up in the fourth and we would, you know, have those, those amazing comebacks. It's how do we prevent that uh, putting ourselves in that situation, right? That consistent effort for 60 minutes, I think is something that we definitely need to improve upon um, and getting out of the gates uh, better. I mean, we were slow. Again, we would be put ourselves in a situation, be down, you know, five, one at the end of the first quarter, we'd end up coming back and, and winning, but, you know, why did we put ourselves in that situation? We tried some different things during the year that seemed to, to help with that. Um, and that's for, you know, different mental preparation, different physical preparation that we had our uh, our strength and conditioning coach and uh, Dan Noble do before the games at halftime. So we tried some different situations and those started to work. But again, I think that consistent effort for 60 minutes is something we definitely have to improve upon. Mike, your first season with the Halifax Thunderbirds last year, now you, you really managed to create this cohesive unit. And when I was there at the draft uh, just back in September, it really felt like a family and it's incredible to see what's been built there. What was your plan of attack going into year one uh, with the Thunderbirds? 
Well, I think, you know, the, the plan is really is to always put your best foot forward. And it's something that I try to do as a coach and, and something that I try and instill um, in our team is, is, you know, you can never settle for good enough. And I think that in professional sports, you always have to be making adjustments. You always have to try and find a different angle to get to get the job done. And if you don't, people will get a book on you. And once they got a book on you, you know, anybody can shut you down. So I think it, it was trying to get everybody outside of their comfort zone and pushing their themselves in practice, pushing their limits uh, on what they expect out of them, out of their teammates. And I think when you have a group of individuals that are all trying to do better and all trying to hold each other accountable to be better, um, it makes it really easy to push guys. And, and we definitely pushed, pushed guys really hard in practice and they hated me for it at times. And then, you know, they always showed me, I was Herb Brooks, you know, another one down and back. So, uh, but I think at the end of the day, they know that made us better. And I think when you know that that makes you better, um, you're going to buy in. So when you have a guy like, you know, Cody Jamison, you know, arguably one of the best players in the world to ever play this game. Um, you know, when you, you've got him buying in and him doing the extra sprints and him pushing guys and telling guys, let's get going. Um, you can't ask for a better endorsement than that. And everybody follows suit. And when they do that and they see the results, they see teams started to gas out in the fourth quarter and we were still going uh, like we were at the beginning of the game. And those are reasons we won in those fourth quarters is because of the effort that we put in. So I think the biggest part that I, that I try to instill is, is hard work makes a dream work. And I think that's what you have to do. You know, we have to work hard. We can't settle for good enough. We always have to be looking for ways to improve. And the guys bought into that. And then once you start winning, well, winning is fun. And once you have that fun, you know, everybody gets to enjoy themselves a little bit more. And then they see the fruits of their labors. And, and when you see that, it makes it real easy, again, to buy in when you got to switch. We ain't got to flip the switch at some point. Now, we briefly touched on it earlier, but there's a lot of teams in the offseason that really got kind of picked apart. And Halifax wasn't one of those teams being very busy in the offseason, adding some key members. Let's uh, kind of, you know, break down those acquisitions uh, just briefly here. But Tyson Bell coming from Calgary, he's a, an NLL champion. Just what does he add to this roster? Well, I think the, the, that championship pedigree for sure. I mean, you you win a championship game and playing in championship games, I think he's played in a few in Calgary. Um, you learn a lot from those games. And I think though that experience uh, of playing and put, being put in those pressure cookers is something that you can't teach. I mean, you've got to be in those situations in order to learn from them. So, you know, that championship pedigree is huge. You know, he is a buzzsaw. He's all over the floor. You know, it's something that I think Billy D is going to have to, you know, sometimes you want to rein it in. Sometimes you want to let it loose. It's depending on how, how, how tight you want to hold the chain. But, um, you know, he, he does bring that intensity. Guys hate to play against him, but he's a guy that you love having on your team. So, I mean, the fans of Halifax are going to love him. I, I know our teammates are excited to have him on our team. So um, he, he's going to be a real good piece. All right, let's move on to a player that doesn't quite have the championship pedigree just yet. He's been with six teams in the National Lacrosse League. Been around for quite a bit. The Brockett ship, David Brock, coming to Halifax to play. Uh, what's your experience been like with him, and just what does he add to this roster? You know, David Brock was a guy that we wanted to add last year. Um, you know, we uh, I met with him 
the first day of free agency, we actually went out for dinner um, with uh, Billy D and myself. We, we met him for dinner and talked about, you know, what our vision was uh, in Halifax, where we thought the team was going to go. Um, and, uh, you know, he opted to, to play in Toronto. He had his reasons and, you know, I respected those. Uh, but I think the year before when he was in New England, um, I think he should probably should have won Defender of the Year or at least should have been in the conversation to win Defender of the Year. He had a fantastic year statistically. You know, he was real, right up there in loose balls and goal scored for defenders. Um, you know, and he, he's a presence on the floor. So I, I think he had a little bit of a downturn last year in Toronto, but I think that's just the system that they play a little bit slightly different system and they have their guys that they, they like to use. Uh, in certain situations. So I think he was underutilized in Toronto, and that's that's not a mistake that, uh, that I'm going to make. So, um, again, big presence, strong body, run for days. Um, you know, I'm excited to see, to see him uh, wear the Halifax jersey. This one's kind of hot off the press. Clark Peterson signing a two-year contract extension just yesterday. Uh, what mm -hmm. does he add to the team? Third in rookie scoring pass uh, in the past season. That was obviously cut short. So he, I mean, he could have tagged by the end of the year. But I think there's some really high hopes around this kid. Yeah, I mean, we we knew where we were in the draft uh, to get him. We were we were pretty excited because we we kind of figured he would fall into our lap. And you know, he has been a, an elite player in every league that he's played in. And you know, he he had his ups and downs over last season, but. Overall, towards the end of the year, he was he was a guy that you you knew was consistently going to produce for you. He scored some huge uh, goals for us. Um, I think the game winner against Buffalo. Um, he was you know part of the big rally uh, against Sask. Like the kid can score. He's got a great touch, a great IQ. He's got a phenomenal work ethic. He is one of the hardest workers. Uh, just a great individual, and you know I'm really excited to see what level Clark can take his game to. I, I think, you know, he is, he's obviously always been on uh, successful teams and had successful uh, career in junior. Uh, I've yet to see what happens in senior, but in the professional league, he's, he's well on his way to being an all-star in this league. And I think he's going to have an, a long and illustrious career. And I'm, I'm excited to see how he molds and develops into one of those guys. And I'll save, I, I, I can't say the best for last here, but it's probably just the best segue into who we've got coming up on the show. And be careful here because Steph is on the line and he's listening. But Steph LeBlanc being <laughs> added to the organization, he's actually living in Halifax, which is, is so great to have a player actually in market. Um, what does this player do for your team? Uh, Steph, again, he, he the guy has been there, done that. I mean, he's had a... A tremendous career so far um you know obviously one of the the top goal scorers to ever play this game i mean how do you not get excited about having a guy like that on his team he makes everybody around him better too i mean he can score goals he can feed um he he's strong he goes hard to the net and, and those are those are things that you have to account for and then you you know you add that left side in ryan banesh and uh, Cody Jamison, that's only going to help Steph and, and his game. And he's going to complement those guys uh, tremendously. So I think his, his size, experience, goal touch, I mean, the guy's been there, done that. And, and again, another guy that I'm excited to see in a Halifax jersey. And I'm really glad that he decided to sign with us.
Uh, now, really quick, Mike. <laughs> what's that? I said hopefully that was good enough stuff. Uh, so really quick here, you and I have spoken about this before, but just having players in market and uh, mm -hmm. having more bodies in Halifax, what does that mean to the organization and kind of the development um, of the fan base in market? Well, again, it's it's community connections. And anytime that you can have a player that can get out to community events, that can participate in, in different things within the community, again, it's recognition, it's fan support, it's all those things. When you have that personal relationship where, oh, Steph came to our school and, and talked to us um, and he comes up to you and says hi after the game, I think all those things are are a big part of successfully building a new franchise in a market like Halifax. And, you know, we had Kyle Jackson there last year, adding Steph there uh, again is, is uh, going to be great. You know, it takes a little bit off of Kyle. He doesn't have to go everywhere, but also, you know, Steph's a, a, a great person, a, a great role model for, for young kids to look up to uh, that are looking to maybe play professional lacrosse. And uh, he, he's going to be great for that market. So, again, the, the, the idea would be eventually we can get more players into market, have them, uh, again, living there and being able to participate in all the, the events that are happening in Halifax. Well, Mike, certainly excited to get you back in market there. We could talk lacrosse for hours, but we only have uh, a few minutes here. So thanks so much for joining on Inside the Nest. I uh, really do appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Tess. That's Micah Kersey, head coach of the Halifax Thunderbirds. You know that he's just chomping at the bit to get kind of back on the bench and leading this team to hopefully an NLL title in 2021. Our next guest looking for his second NLL title of his playing career, and that's Steph LeBlanc. Steph, thanks so much for joining us here on uh, Inside the Nest. Yeah, th thanks for having me, Thais. Of course, you, you come to Halifax, you've been living in market with your wife and your two children. Uh, just how excited are you to kind of suit up for your home city now? Yeah, I'm pumped. I mean, it's, uh, again, it, uh, not that I wasn't happy in New England, but, you know, to be playing close to home and, and uh, I've met, you know, quite a few, uh, you know, of the local lacrosse guys out here and seen the passion uh that people have for the game and um just the reception that uh, that the team got last year kind of heightens it even more right i mean uh you couldn't help but watch games on the bus and um see the the atmosphere in the rink and and be a bit jealous because it was just so good so uh I, i'm excited to get going you know obviously you know things are a little bit up in the air with the pandemic but um you know, training hard and, and just, uh, you know, hoping to get on the floor as soon as possible. Now, I have to apologize to you because I said on the first episode of Inside the Nest that you hadn't yet hit 800 points in the NLL, but uh, you did that with the New England Black Wolves. So that's on me. I was looking at the, the wrong site, I do believe. Um, but Steph, when it comes, we've heard it from, from your head coach, but uh, when it comes to playing, just what do you add to this roster? Uh, you know what, I think it's, it's one of those things where, um, experience and, and, you know, having played with a lot of the guys on the team already at this point, you kind of, um, you can feed off each other and, um, you know, it's, it's exciting because lacrosse is one of those games where you can't really, you know, unless you're 
Crawford or Cody, you can't really do it on your own. And, um, you know, I've always played better with good players around me. And, um, you know, I'm kind of surrounded by great players in, in Halifax, right? You look at um, what Benny and Cody have done and, um, you know, you look at Steve Keogh and, and the way, you know, uh, Peterson's, you know, maturing into this league. It, it's really exciting. And I think I'll be able to, you know, move some bodies and, and create some space for some guys on the left side. But I think I'll be able to find some guys on the right side as well using some vision. So, um, you know, it's it, it's exciting. And I think, uh, you know, it's, it's tough to see, you know, tough to know before you get on the floor where you're going to fit in. But um, I think uh, I think this offense is going to have a pretty good pedigree. And um, I think we're going to be able to do, you know, pretty special things on the floor. Steph, just watching those highlights back, two things kind of jump out to me. One is this killer shot from, you know, up top and, and the outside, but you also like to get the ball down low and you've got this almost sixth sense to know where you are on the crease and you're able to kind of straddle it. So, so what's the science behind that? I don't know. I've probably had more crease calls in my career than any other player. <laughs> but, uh, um, no, it's, you know what, it's, um, I've had the opportunity to play with a lot of great players and, you know, Colin and, and Josh Sanderson, and, um, Blaine Manning, Garrett Billings, you know, when you play with guys like that, it, it becomes easy, right? You, um, you know, you get to talk with them, you get to watch film with them. Um, you know, I think, you know, uh, either Mike or you kind of mentioned that, that lacrosse IQ, right? The, the more IQ you have, uh, the better sense you have on the floor, the more the game slows down. So um, I think we got a lot of that uh, on Halifax this year. Now, I, I briefly touched on this with Mike, and it was my last question, but you, you're a player who's in market. Um, how important is that for National Lacrosse League players to actually kind of be there, be present, and, and to be building a sport, um, but also in a market like Halifax where lacrosse is is new and fresh? yeah I think it's really important I mean you uh you know being around the league for a long time you, you see that even if teams have come into markets and left the the lasting impression has been huge and and and, and a big part of that is the um the grassroots that get laid down by uh professional teams like like the Thunderbirds so um you know I've been looking to get involved in, in, in lacrosse as much as possible in this community for the last few years, but it, it, it's very difficult because you're traveling so much um, going to new England or, or playing in the division with New York and Philly and Atlanta. Right. So uh, I think what, what playing on this team not only provides is just more availability. Um, and so I'm really excited about that. You know, I've, kind of reached out to I live out in St. Margaret's Bay so um, I'm gonna you know hopefully this uh, this summer spend a lot of time uh, at the floor working with with people in St. Margaret's Bay but I mean really across the whole lacrosse community in, in Nova Scotia so um, I think it's I think it's huge I, I really do and I think the more we expose people to the game uh, the bigger it's going to grow because there's there's no one that's come to an NLL game and not left uh, satisfied with the, the product they saw. There you go. Now, Steph, we, we've got it. Yeah, all, all the crowd shots. 
Uh, we've got an anticipated start date of April 9th here. What do the next couple of months look like for you as you prepare for the 2021 season? I think things just kind of ramp up a little bit. Um, you know, it's been uh, it's been an interesting kind of um, year, right? With COVID, it's, you know, you kind of started the first three, four months uh, unable to kind of leave your house. So those home workouts became uh, kind of the norm. And, um, you know, I'm, there's there's been some ebbs and flows in that as well, right? So you know, finding the motivation uh, can sometimes be a little bit difficult when you're cooped up in your basement. Um, you know, positive thing is I've joined up with a, a great group in onside fitness in, in Bears Lake. So uh, local kind of CrossFit box there. Um, so they have a really good support system, a good, uh, a good community that I've been able to uh, been able to join. So I, I've been there for about three months now. I plan to continue going there now that the, the latest kind of pandemic uh, closures have have opened up. Um, it's a really big relief, right? When you work from home and you're at home all the time, uh, that gym becomes your uh, your sanctuary. And and um, I think anybody that kind of knows me knows that I I do enjoy uh, that aspect of the game and and uh, being around uh, the grind of the game is is part of the fun, right? So. Um, you know, up ramping up over the next kind of call it three months. Um, a lot of the same, um, feeling really good right now. Again, the break for someone that's played in the league for, you know, 10, 11 years, uh, it does the body a little bit of good, right? The joints feel good. Um, still getting out, you know, when before the closures, we were playing lacrosse kind of every Sunday for a few hours. So, uh, the stick has been in my hand quite a bit. Um, so, uh, I'm excited. I think uh, it'll be a good training camp. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we get uh, at least a good month in where we're we're banging and crashing and um, you know getting the calluses worked in a little bit more than they are right now. But uh, I think uh, I think that happens if we can get started in early April. It's going to be uh, it's going to be a good show. Well, anticipation is certainly high, and we definitely can't wait to see you suit up in a Halifax Thunderbirds uniform. Stefan thanks so much for joining us here on Inside the Nest. Oh, thanks for having me. That's Steph LeBlanc, the newly acquired of the Halifax Thunderbirds. Can't thank him enough. And Mike Kersey, of course, the head coach of the team for joining on this episode. And thank you for tuning in. Uh, for everyone, I just want to say a big thanks for you know spending your Tuesday night with us here. One more reminder, I guess I haven't done it yet on this episode, but you can head to halifaxthunderbirds.com slash win for your chance to win a Halifax Thunderbirds prize pack. That is still active. That's our kind of thank you to you for tuning in. And season tickets also still available. Head to HalifaxThunderbirds.com for more information. We are counting the days to the start of the 2021 season. Everyone is excited and it's going to be fantastic. Take my word for it. Thanks for joining here on Inside the Nest. We'll see you in two weeks where Teddy Jenner, voice of the National Lacrosse League, and Ryan Banesh will be joining. These two know each other from their time in Colorado spent together. So it'll be one great episode. Uh, Ryan Banesh been around the National Lacrosse League as has Teddy Jenner. So there's going to be lots of great insight that is offered up there. That goes on January 12th. So be sure to tune in. Same time, 8 p.m. Atlantic, 7 p.m. Eastern. We will see you then. Take care.